0: You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. This is an American history podcaster. Each week, I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to me amigo.
1: Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about.
0: How is your winter day going? Shut up. What are you talking about? I just asked you. Like I like, don't
1: want to. I don't. Even, what are you even talking about? I just. What a
0: weird. I just asked way to just no.
1: Top don't of the, even
0: stop. Top of the show. Just no. getting what is like. Just how's the vibe? How's my winter day going? How is your winter day going, friend?
1: <laughs> are you like? It sounds. It's honestly how like and when I used to study French. The people would talk to themselves in the book, but it's like you've been translated. To, it's just not how a person would talk to another person. That's how
0: this person just talked to you, person.
1: Why do you sound like you're reading
0: lines? I'm not reading lines, sir. I'm just I'm having a a, a conversation with my friend.
1: Is it like it's almost like how Vincent D'Onofrio and Men in Black would try to communicate? You have no know, Like you're, you kind of know what language is and how to talk, but you're just. It's not time to try. There's take a there's, few more months and just. Figure out how we talk.
0: Way too much coming out of you for what is just a very simple question. Just a very open <laughs> the conversation. Yeah, it's just weird. It's a weird. It's a winter day out. It's raining a little bit. It's <laughs> cloudy. Ugh.
1: I'm
0: I mean, so I'm just asking my friend. But someone
1: might listen to this. A, no, I don't. It's we're. But it's good. It's fine. It's great. Thank you. I hope your winter day is good. Thank you. Let's. We should probably. You know. <laughs> I hope you're having a good winter day.
0: <laughs> permission to treat the co-host as hostile. Well, permission you to? granted. You're granting
1: your own goddamn permission.
0: Doesn't make any sense. It's
1: like you know how it's... <laughs>
0: called it, quote, his jam-pad. Jam-pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy! Dave okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> my name's Gary. Wait, me. is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickly Podcast. Okay. This is like Adam.
1: On a five-part coefficient.
0: My <laughs> on, is Now
1: hit him with the puppy. <laughs> you both present sick arguments. <laughs> no
0: sleep-tell hippo!
1: No sleep-tell like hippo!
0: H- action, part.
1: Hi, Gary.
0: No. Nicely done, my friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: Hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the U.K. in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I uh, Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help.
0: September 8th, 1772, year of our Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. For our uh, friends south of our American, American, very American border. Henry Sands Brooks was born in Queens County, New York. His father, David, was a doctor from Connecticut. And, of course, as we know back then, a doctor meant anything. You just said you wanted to be a doctor. Yeah, you could just go like, I have some... I work with brains, which are in the foot. (laughs) I have some beetles. I can be a doctor.
1: What this man needs is a bite taken out of his heart like an apple.
0: So I'm going to put this worm in your eye. It's a regular Someone
1: puking this open body. We need to save him.
0: <laughs> uh, his mother's name was Hannah. Uh, Henry grew up very comfortable due to his doctor father, who obviously was you know mm-hmm. doing well. And at a young age, Henry developed an interest in... I have
1: to say, you playing with your sweatshirt string now makes it look like you almost have a rat tail, which I am going to now tell you is something I think you should do. You should certainly invest your time in growing a rat tail. Continue. Sorry.
0: That's fair. Um, I think if a rat tail on a guy my age is... Mm,
1: it's the perfect... What, um, if I may give you a little more advice, get divorced and
0: grow one. We. Yes. Uh, so uh, he, he, at a very young age, Henry developed an interest in commerce, particularly, as a lot of us do, groceries. So he's, so so he's a, a young, young kid.
1: At a young age, he yeah. was like, I want to make money off of food. Uh,
0: yeah, at a young age. He's like, what I? I can sell uh, pickles and lettuce. Like, he just, he was a normal kid.
1: Was a normal I was like, I want to be a hockey player. <laughs> he was like, I, le- I want lettuce. I want, fuck you, lettuce money. <laughs>
0: I want to sell canned olives.
1: <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> Cornmeal on shelves, here I come. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think the rows should be organized with little signs that let you know what lies ahead. Hey, Jimmy, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Well, that must have been a revelatory I mean, that must have been quite a revelation of the grocery industry when they were like, why don't we put signs with like what's in the eye? And people are like, holy fuck, I was in it out in 10
0: minutes. <laughs> there actually is. That might be a dollop someday, but there is a whole "this guy invented grocery store" moment in America.
1: Oh, just the idea of like I need to go get mustard and being like, "Well, there's a lot of stuff in here." <laughs> it's basically like grocery shopping it used to be like going to a Ross Dress for Less. Yeah, You'd just be like, it's just a lot of aisles, and there's going to be in here somewhere. There's,
0: there's just piles of stuff. Sure at first, uh, for sure, where's mustard? For sure, first it was just piles. They just didn't aisles. know what to do. Just a pile. Just a not pile. Not even like organized.
1: Like there's a that we I know we have some more oatmeal somewhere. <laughs> just start digging. I promise you, you will find what you're after. I would
0: dig under the bread and carrots over there. I dug under the bread and carrots. Mm. It's sort of just a weird arrangement. I remember I got a I got a box of oatmeal okay. and then like we usually do, I just pick. I open the box and it, then I just I, threw I, it all. I threw it into the.
1: I'll, I'll just get some croutons because they're closed.
0: Yeah. Okay. So those, I'll just, I'll just wet the croutons. I think those, like those are over. I've been here. I've been here. I've been here for over five hours. Yeah. I mean that's so it's a short trip for you. So I, I it's not fast. I, I would check over by the windows because that's usually where I throw the croutons.
1: I just am unable to eat. I can't. Yeah. It's hard to walk around here. Yeah. It's just piles. Of
0: yeah. Shit. I just wish there was a better way to do it. But this is groceries. I
1: know. No, no, no. I'm not faulting you. There's no yeah. system that would make this quicker. No. No. It doesn't it is what it seem is. like
0: it's it. Just, Anyway. God,
1: no. All right. Well, I'm just going to get out of here. I got my (laughs) gum croutons. Yeah, um, You get what you can find.
0: I am almost broke. All right.
1: Well, that's a nightmare.
0: Losing money. Okay, bye. Come back to the pile store next week. Well, it's
1: the best. It's the best. This is unbelievably good. Yeah, thank you. There's a man, bar- just so you know, there's a man here buried under these pepperoncinis. Oh, my God. That's I, the body. All right, oh, take care.
0: Jesus, I wonder what happened to him. He yeah. went under there for some tomatoes.
1: Yeah, well, it's, again, it's just an absolute nightmare in here. Take care. This is as good as it gets. Okay, bye. Bye. Piles. Bye.
0: So for groceries, in New York City was the the oasis. Like just tons of groceries going on there. Uh, sure, this is uh, like we we're talking about this before grocery chains. So specialty markets, like you would just go to one place for one thing, like meats, and another store would right. just have mustard, I guess, and then
1: whatever. That's that guy's like, this is not a good business model.
0: <laughs> so it was like meat, seafood, booze. Um, those sure. are like the most common things. So Henry opens up a grocery store, right? Okay, and uh, yeah,
1: little boy's dream. Yep.
0: Uh, live in your dream. You mar- you marry a woman. Uh, you mar- married uh, Lavinia Lion. Uh, they have six kids. They're going to just start cranking them out. Jesus they love Christ. the fucking. They're totally into that. Uh, Henry, Henry starts to enjoy. It, the store is successful. He starts traveling to Europe. He enjoys going to Europe. And this is where he falls in love with clothes. He's like, look at these fancy clothes. I love to dress styling. He's a styling. He's a dandy at the time. He's a dandy
1: says it says a lot about the american so we didn't have the eye for fashion here what we were i mean no i
0: think we were surprised i think we were more like how do i survive and you know what i mean this was more
1: and even when there were like bubble ups we would be like uh i'm sorry a woman wearing
0: pants what uh, how do we drown her that's right Right. did you say bubble ups instead of pop-ups
1: I'm not willing to talk any further about what I've said on this show. That's fair. Before I'm willing to move forward. That's fair. And if you're good with that that's good. If not I will leave the meeting cuz I don't got it.
0: So to you uh, uh a pop up is more like a fizzy like a like a sprite. I'm not going
1: to keep re-legislating the past with you. A bubble a bubble store where the I'm done talking. I will literally leave the meeting.
0: It's unique and the And the products come to the top.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're having a good little time, right? A little bit, a little bit. Good little time. Don't make a mistake! (laughs) Looking for the dog. That's what my friends are like. My friends, if I, like, fuck up a word, my friends, it's like the three stooges entering a room. They can't wait to drop elbows on
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, like, oh,
1: I was going up the shares, stairs, like the shares? You went up the shares? How'd you go up the shares, dumbass? I'm like, all right, sorry. I think there's something going on here.
0: You guys, we're all on drugs. Take it easy.
1: <laughs> we all took the same drugs.
0: Uh so he's go he starts going to Europe all the time, buying clothes. Okay. He's, he, the latest right. st- That's where the latest styles are all born, right? You know, Paris and and so You don't need to tell me. And at this time, clothes. They're becoming more of, like, individual expression as opposed to just, right. like, a status uniform or, like, just these are what is needed, right? right. So um, lace, periwigs, all you know, all kinds of shit. They're becoming a thing of the past.
1: What's a periwig? Is that one of those? That's, that's like those...
0: The, the fucking... The, the,
1: the, thing the thing you peri- see on judges
0: week. in uh, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, periwigs. So everybody wore a big pair. I think we did an episode on periwigs, did peri- didn't we? Yeah, we did,
1: yeah, that yeah, we did, yeah. Uh,
0: but you don't remember it, so I'm
1: very good, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's very exciting because after this, we're doing one of those quizzes, yeah. for Patreon. So it feels like I'm gonna do pretty well, yeah. At the, no, you can just tell based on that sort of,
0: yeah, you can tell already, warm up swing, yes. Uh Quite the recall, so th- it's they're getting more high, higher cut coats and f- full skirts jackets for women trousers like all kinds of stuff is going on so okay now henry is also like he doesn't also want to travel all the way to europe to do the kind of shopping he wanted to do right so he sees an opportunity sure. and grocery
1: it, stores for pants that's right
0: pants groceries right. Yeah. Every so, what I'm doing is welcome to grocery pants. You, you take the uh, there's a pair of pants over there. The bottoms are sewed up. You grab them. You just put all the food you want in there, and that's instead of uh, instead of just carrying them in your hands.
1: D- different than what I'd envisioned, but I I love it too. Thank that's you. great. It's, so it's like the pants are a bag for shopping. That's right.
0: There's no I don't know what else crazy. to do with the pants, but that's what we're doing.
1: It's a crazy idea. Well, I go to Europe a lot. Yeah. Okay. Great. You know so what you're it makes talking sense. About.
0: Uh, So he's 45 in 1818. He buys a building at the corner of Cherry and Catherine Street in Manhattan, which is a sweet location, and he opens up the H&DH Brooks & Company, and he made suits and uh, fashions he saw in London. um, He sells them to the upper class, upper middle class, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, In New York City. So it takes off quickly. Just that's it. It was a great idea. Takes off. He brings in his brother John. It brings in a couple of his sons, Henry and Daniel. So it's you know yeah. enough for four guys right. to live off of. They're making money.
1: The name of the place is crazy too. Uh,
0: H and D H Brooks. Well, yep. Uh, H for him and and D H for Daniel and Henry. Uh, John obviously oh, got the sheds. Yeah. yeah. John That's would true. John would get uh, moved out of the picture pretty quick. Like he's like I don't like working with you. Um, In an ad he wrote, said, uh, quote, to have on hand a very large stock of ready-made clothing just manufactured with a due regard to fashion and embracing all the various styles of the day.
1: Okay. so He's bringing that European fashion mentality to the States. That's right.
0: So uh it's a key location, like I said, right in the middle of a busy commercial district, uh near the Catherine Slip, which is on the river and allows for loading and unloading cargo, right? So it's a good it's a good spot. It can and mm. it, that means he can also ship stuff around the country too, really easily. Okay. Uh so by eighteen twenty five his store is making fifty thousand a year. Just fucking back then wow, he's killing it.
1: Eight billion now. It's
0: nine hundred and fifty billion dollars. Wow. If we're just making up things.
1: It's a lot of scratch. Yeah, uh,
0: he opens up a second store, right? Okay. Now, obviously, in America at this time, slavery still a thing.
1: Dave, we were having fun, and then you always well, have to bring it back to the fact that that this country has thought owning people was acceptable since its inception. I just am
0: look. I know, as America, we have uh, made up for it's that. It's Nice
1: to ignore the things. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, I agree. I
1: keep telling you, that's the angle I'd love to take.
0: So the American South has a dominant cotton industry that relied on slave labor. We all know this is like the only thing we're taught. Um, New York had a very... It's
1: true. That is like the it only is. thing that they're like that will let in.
0: Yeah, the rest is bullshit. But they're like, then there were slaves. Then someone made the probably gin because mill. they're
1: like, and a white man invented a way to see <laughs> to get the seeds out. That's probably the only reason why. <laughs> and <laughs> like,
0: yes, that's go. right. And then there was
1: the cotton <laughs> mill. it's just because it's part of Eli Whitney's origin story. <laughs>
0: uh, so New York obviously has a more complicated relationship. Than most right. northern states, because uh, of all the the fashion, the industry, the you know, um, and so that th- there they drag on the abolition of slavery for a while, a longer time. Like in 1799, New York passed the Gradual Emancipation Act.
1: Uh, oh my God! Yep, just
0: yep. Got to do just, it. Let's take it slow. Uh, Can't let uh, people yeah, be free. Uh, so now, so it. <laughs> It grants freedom to people born after Ugh. after July fourth, seventeen ninety nine. Oh my
1: god! Hey,
0: let's let's combine birthdays. Uh, it's
1: like how they're outlawing <laughs> cigarettes in New Zealand.
0: But I also did on July fourth. Okay, I just love that. Like, let's have. Well, can let, the slaves can have a big happy day on July fourth too? Uh, but here is the thing: what? it was only when women. Reach the age of twenty five and men twenty eight so they 're not freed immediately, so if they 're born they 're born after, but then they still aren 't free until they're in their twenties right so it's great wow. it's a what a great yeah. what a great compromise
1: It's it's it really is just classic government like all right, we understand that that's morally reprehensible <laughs> and disgusting here 's what we 'll do we 'll put a little water in the pot does that help does that make everyone feel good
0: so um, this is what people call pragmatic. This is what they say when they say, uh, you know, no, this don't is, don't rush into no, your your let your crazy no. leftism. Well, they wants to do everything yeah, too
1: fast. Well, when you want fifteen dollars an hour, it's like wait until that means ten. <laughs> wait until that money actually actually is like ten dollars in the new economy.
0: So uh, so no one's free immediately and they're not they're not technically like slaves but they have to provide what? free services to their mother's masters so it's 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 words the yeah. person's still a fucking slave right um, so it's gra- and this is it gradually emancipating slaves um, and th- without causing slave owners to get mad that's basically what they're doing right, right. so okay in appeasement. In 1817, right? So 18 years later, a law was passed that freed all slaves born before 1799. Because there's still some that are in that little area, right? There's still the 20, right. 20 you know, right. whatever. Um, but, yes, there's another but. But... So it's called the Gradual Emancipation Law instead of the, the, <laughs> the previous one. Is,
1: the name is as honest as it gets. It's, yeah. I mean, it could be more honest, but it is like
0: yeah, the slow rollout. Uh, so this one's the Gradual Emancipation Law of 1870. The previous one was the Gradual Emancipation Act. So this one rolled out over 10 years. They actually wouldn't be free until 1827. Oh, but there were still some loopholes. In 1830, there were still 75 slaves somehow with all this shit that they <laughs> worked in. And it wasn't until 1848 that there were no slaves in New York. So basically, they just fucking slow jammed the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, this is what they call a pragmatic approach to uh, slavery. Well,
1: it also shows you that, like, at the time, obviously, like, the people were probably, you know, they do it because they're like, people are going to freak out if we... but. Again, when you look back, you're just like, "What the fuck are you doing?"
0: Because they because all these guys are like, "Well, that's my property," and we're like, "Right, that's why we're, right. that's why we're getting rid of it." Yeah, but I bought it. Right, but that's why we're okay, getting well, rid we'll, of it. <laughs> but I <laughs> yeah, know, but right. I own I own the person. What?
1: Yeah, yeah that's why we're you getting rid of, of, of it. Expect, you expect you expect like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, no, it's,
0: it's uh, knows, dumb yeah. and horrible, and that's who we are. Yeah. So, so all this is to say that H and uh, D H Brooks. Store came into their own while slavery's a thing, which meant well. That's a market. Meant that that it's a market. There's a there's a, a sl- there's a market there to be had. Slaves the slaves wear clothes.
1: Market. Oh, okay. That's what I thought you meant. It just seems very sh- crazy. Okay.
0: So it's very yes. It's very common for slaves to own bad condition clothes, right? Hand-me-downs, and they made right. them themselves, and you know whatever else, but. They also would occasionally have slaves dressed really nice. For instance, okay. like if you're a chauffeur, a chauffeur slave, you you would be dressed, dressed. better, right? So there's okay. you know more when they're out and being presented, uh, things like that. So there, the, okay, gotcha,
1: right? It's because it's an extension of the the like white person. Essentially, yes. the white person is sort of going like showing. I don't even want to say Yeah, no, it, it's... Like, sort of being like, I'm affluent. Like, look at how presentation... I can be presentational with anything.
0: Yeah. Look, I dress up my slaves. That's a right. fucking awesome eye look. Oh, my God. Um, so, it was also not uncommon for slaves to try to buy clothes with what little money they gathered... Because they would also like to, because they're people, they would also like to look fucking nice, yeah. right? They're like, uh, yeah. how about if I go and I meet this, I'm, I'm interested in this lady, I dress a little well today. Like, right? So, right. Um, and look, there's fucking millions of slaves. So that means if Brooks is going to go after him, millions of customers. And they
1: do. I like that idea that he's like in his office one day and he's just like, you know, I just had an amazing revelation about slavery. You mean that it's abhorrent? We should stop it? No, sorry. Look at my eyes. They're dollars. <laughs> we could market. it. <laughs> Close to them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there was a really big customer of uh, Brooks, uh, Dr. William Mercer, and he owned floor, four plantations in Adams County, Mississippi, he owned more in Illinois and New Orleans, uh, Illinois, Mississippi, and New Orleans. He had hundreds of slaves, and he thought they should have uh, a pleasant appearance, like his other things, like his car, other things that he owned.
1: Nice, nice order.
0: Um, and he liked things that he owned to be engraved with M's. So he had, so he uh, liked,
1: what is that called? Mono- monogram. Monogram. Yeah, I think it's monogrammy.
0: monogram. Uh, so he had, you know, his trays, his dishware. They all had a- M's. It's like what uh, sure, P yeah. Diddy does that. He has a P and a D on everything. Okay. Um, okay. Totally normal stuff. I knew I absolutely. There's a great story of he had a uh, someone to come in, an interior decorator, and to do his house, and they quit because he wanted P and D on everything.
1: Well, it also makes sense why he went from Puff Daddy to P Diddy. Someone's like, you can just change your whole name. He's like, it has to start with P and D. That's 100. It true. has to. I'm, I'm pot committed. Uh, I'm fully pot committed to
0: this P and D angle. <laughs> That's true. You know what? Call me Peter Dinklage. That's my new name. It says
1: anything that's a pay in a day.
0: The only works for me. The, it's just funny, Peter Dinklage moved into his house after he left.
1: Wow. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. That would be, ama- be amazing. <laughs> so the but he's a he's an ambitious buyer. He's ready to sell. He loves the market. He wants to sell. The only condition is he's really looking for a a person with a P and a D is their initials to move in. Otherwise, the gate's not... The whole angle's not going to make sense. Oh, my God. Sense. You're not
0: going to want to get into the spa because it's just the bottom. The pool... We're,
1: our target demo for this house is honestly Peter Dinklage.
0: Yeah, that's it. Because We're really...
1: We're looking to sell it at Peter Dinklage. Yeah, because you've seen the or, curtains. The um,
0: curtains are... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It has to be that. Yeah. yeah. I guess it could also go maybe to Paula Dean. <laughs> Well, Although,
0: that's, that's a switch. It,
1: well, yeah, it's, I was just about to say. It might not be. Uh, <laughs> I wonder why her name came to mind in this uh, episode. <laughs> uh,
0: so, so yeah. So he's got the monogrammed stuff, uh, sure, as you would, and he had his slaves wear suit jackets with an M on them.
1: Now, if you're, if you are a slave, I mean, that it seems like that's gonna be like warmer I, I i don't know i mean i, mean, I, I guess it would dep- i'm sure
0: it's a nice coat but again it's still okay. it's still like i don't know it's it's sure. i mean obviously it's, very- it's fucked up because it's like i own this person used yeah. to wear this jacket but it's yeah i mean i'm sure it's a nicer suit jacket than you would get otherwise yeah. i don't know it's all okay. you know yeah, yeah you're you're right it probably looked better but also it's, a it's very far- fucking owning people so it's fucking terrible yeah, right uh, yeah yes Right. So they made a ton of these and they mass produced them. They're sold at a slightly cheaper price than a typical suit jacket. And it's a steady stream of business. So he is tapping into the slave owner market. So nice. it's Mercer
1: demo, bro. and all
0: these other dudes. And they're all fucking buying jackets that are ready to fit. They, um, eh, so they the, and they don't just shop for themselves they're coming into the store they're like I want 100 jackets for my slaves and then hey can, how about me can you do me up so it's like a highbrow place for it's hard to just, it's it, so what I'm saying is is it it's rich guys go there to dress themselves but then also oh do you want these for your slaves it's like a crazy combo thing that breaks it's your brain just, a little bit
1: It is breaking my brain a little That's bit.
0: That's fair. Um and So these guys would spend a lot because he's
1: buying hundreds of one thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, like I said, Mercer's definitely not the only one, but he's just the one we know about the most because he's the most documented. Um, Aaron Greenwald, curator of for the historic New Orleans collection quote, Brooks was top of the line slave clothing. Mm -hmm. Slave traders would issue new clothes for people they had to sell, but they were usually cheaper.
1: Sorry, say that one more time. Slave traders would.
0: They would get so if a slave trader is selling a slave, he he would look. He would try to dress him up a little bit nicer for the. Nice. And there you go to Brooks, right? Throw some. uh, Of course. So as as slavery is peaking in America, Brooks is the go to top notch place for slave clothes. Um, And slave owners business. uh, They're rich, so. Why would they settle for anything less than top of the line? Like, you like, I want to dress my slaves nice, so I'm going to go the best slave owner dresser guy.
1: Take this money and probably do something better for them (laughs) with it would be my thought. But
0: okay, sure, I'll bite. So they're making fucking bank uh, off slavery, and uh, and they're in New York City. But in 1930, sorry, in 1833, Henry Sands Brooks dies, and his son Henry Jr. takes over. Now slaves, because they're far away, right? They're mostly in the south. Um, they don't come to the store to be fitted for the jackets, which makes it a little bit of a pro- pro- problem at this time. Sure, that's the only way you're making a suit, and
1: is on the person. Yeah,
0: you you right. size it up.
1: I mean, I guess he's a little bigger than me. <laughs> yeah, that's. He- I mean, honestly, you know what I mean? Like, I get. I think he had, his arm might be longer. <laughs> i think he has a smaller butt i don't know i just basic it's like me but with like uh, maybe 15 extra pounds ish and two inches taller (laughs) try that
0: so they would they would go to new york to get their own clothing and then they would buy a bunch of clothes on site and then hand them out to the slaves um so they had to come up with a one-size fits-all kind of jacket what? cut suit yeah it's like a what? they probably had like a medium and a large like a small and a large okay. like they had a one-size sort of deal um, okay so they were so the slaves are so they made like small medium large suits basically. yeah basically and so the slaves are picking okay. the cotton and then it's going up to New York and then they're turning into clothes and selling it to oh, the slave owners sake. it's good
1: oh my God it's not
0: yeah, it's not a great. fucked up. Thing at all, um, no. So based on this idea in 1849, H and D H Book Brooks came up with a new type of suit.
1: I I, da- I am not. I'm. I don't even want to know. Honestly, I don't think
0: I want to know. A suit of a certain cut, already finished and ready to go, so no tailoring is necessary. You're walking into a store and you're buying a suit. This has never happened up until then. Okay. You're f- getting fitted. You're
1: a suit. A suit that they are saying is going to fit you perfect. Yeah,
0: you're walking in and just buying it. It's okay. It's ready, okay. ready, uh, ready-made. So, Alaska <laughs> now they know. Now here's the thing: they know latex suits. <laughs> Marketing-wise, they can't come out and go, "Hey, we have this new idea based on clothes we've been selling to slaves for years," because uh, right, it's okay. a bunch. They're trying to sell to a bunch of white guys, right? So, right. So they came up with a different hook. <laughs> Now, <laughs> I, uh, a year before, a year before, gold had been discovered in California, which led to the gold rush in 1849.
1: So, where are is this? Is Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> about to make an appearance in this story? So,
0: it's the exact same time they come up with the ready-made suit idea, and okay. tons of people heading out west to California to get their fortunes. And if you're rushing out, if you're just fucking, we got to go right now. You don't have time to go get a suit tailored and go through the whole process.
1: Uh-huh. So. Yeah. We've all been there. You need a suit. You're in a rush, and you don't have time for the fit. That's fitting. right.
0: So you need a ready-made suit. And ready-made basically meant. Is this the story of Joseph A. Bank? Well, this is, <laughs> this is the story that Brooks tells, right? So now you need ready-made clothes that you can just grab now. You go into a store, you buy them, you wear them out, basically. So before then, they were called slop clothes. They had to be made for each person. People wore the clothes for years. They would be hand-me-downs. Like Clothes were just different. And then the ready-made suit is what they came up with. And it's still celebrated. This company is credited to the day. And, of course, the company is called Brooks Brothers.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Dave. Oh, my God. After I made a Joseph A. Bank joke... (laughs) What? So. Why? Why? Why don't we know these things? This is one. Why are they not? Why don't we know Coors Light is Nazi water? Why are these things not just like. If I was in competition with Brooks Brothers. Yeah. I would be like, hey, uh, here's the one thing we can promise. Our inception isn't based in slavery. (laughs) (laughs) Come on down to the men's warehouse. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. Also, we're not founded through slavery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, the gold rush is what the bro- We I, we should probably explain to any
1: international listener that I mean, is Brooks Brooks Brothers is not known internationally? Is I don't
0: it? I don't know, but I would I No, I don't think so because they had ready-made in uh Europe at this point, I think. But it's just the same thing as Volkswagen or BMW, right? It's they yeah. they used uh just- yeah. The the labor of people who are about to be fucking killed to uh, build their and empire. And stand
1: the test of time. And, and they still somehow are yeah, like, it's, hey, we don't bring that up. Yeah. So. Um, that was a long time ago. <coughs> so.
0: So, quote, this is what uh, the Brooks Brothers said, quote, pioneers of the gold rush, unable to wait on the whims of a tailor flock to brooks brothers to pick up ready-made clothing an innovation of brooks introduced to aid the fortune seekers in their quest and this this explanation is still on the brooks brothers website to this day even though it's a lie it's a, a lie made to hide the fact that they were making ready-made suits for so
1: slaves. they say that they are the gold, that they're the gold rush suit people mm-hmm. and ignore it, because where the real, we do. Where the real money was. Ignore the real, yeah. yeah. Wow. Because how,
0: wow. how many guys were actually grabbing a suit on their way to dig a fucking hole?
1: Yeah, well, we got we to gotta look nice when we go fat shifting for gold.
0: I'm going out to... I want to have... We need gold torpedoes. Yeah, yeah looks sir. I'm going out to plaster real. I'm going to dig a hole in the ground. I need a nice suit. Oh, I'm worried
1: that I'm not going to be dressed for the occasion of digging dirt. <laughs> Well, you know how gold rushes look beautiful.
0: <laughs> now, people went; they all went for it because people also probably knew, but they were like, "That ah, this is uh, this sounds better." Like, you know what I in mean? In the gold rush time, you're talking. Yes, about? Yes, everyone bought into it. Everyone just.
1: But in in that time, would people give a shit if it really Would they give a shit? Would they give a shit if it was? I think it was. If it was founded in I, the way that it was, uh, well,
0: some obviously not, but I think there are right. there are a lot of abolitionists. Enough
1: people. Okay, For great. sure.
0: That Good. Could then That's actually
1: a nice, refreshing. <laughs> it's nice to hear they had to lie. Yeah. What a nice thing.
0: Uh, so following the Brooks Brothers lead. Uh, <laughs> Brooks Brothers. They, uh, oh. New York City became the largest producer of ready-to-wear clothing in the U.S., uh, for men, women's ready-made dresses were a far, far thing in the future. But for men, it's it's right, cranking yeah. out close. Well,
1: there weren't a lot of them
0: panning for gold either. That's I right.
1: need a ball gown for the river. <laughs> <laughs> in
0: 1850... Uh, what kind
1: of cocktail dress are you going to wear to the mountains? <laughs>
0: In 1850, Henry died, Henry Jr. dies, and the younger brothers take over the company. Um, Daniel, John, uh, Alicia, and Edward. And they have, this is when they officially change the name of the company to Brooks Brothers. Um, so this is when it officially becomes a Brothers, And they introduced the emblem of the Golden Fleece, which is their little fancy... Thing, according to them, right. quote: "The Golden Fleece symbol is adopted as the company's trademark. The logo, a sheep suspended in a ribbon, has served as a symbol of fine wool since Philip the Good chose the emblem for his Order of the Golden Fleece. The symbol was across Europe as a sign of quality. It was a way of announcing the quality of their clothes were on par with the best of European uh, fashion. And by the way, shh, shh, right? So, sh- so." Uh, sh- <laughs> That's when don't, it started. Shh. Don't say Brooks Brothers. Xnay on the Avery Brooks, Sleigh.
1: Brooks Brothers. Shh. Quiet, 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 quiet.
0: So Shh. they're going all in, just trying to be like, we for the fancy people to hide. They're really going all in right. on the market.
1: Protest too much, right?
0: Um, and this is when their store starts to move ahead of the pack of all the other stores. In 1853, the Brooks Brothers acknowledged, possibly for the first time, taking part in the slave economy. Okay. Now, why would they do this after what they've done, you would ask? Yeah. Well, because they wanted to get paid. The Brooks Brothers Uh, were...
1: If you're about to tell me that fucking Brooks Brothers wants reparations before black people want reparations, I'm going to jump through a wall.
0: Okay, well, get that wall ready. Shut your fucking face. The Brooks Brothers were among a group of businesses who published the Taylor's appeal, which was an appeal from a bunch of clothing companies complaining. They were not being compensated properly and wanting payments from their quote, Southern work employers. Uh So Southern Mm -hmm. work employers means slave owners. So they're saying we're not getting paid by the slave owners for the clothes we're making them for their slaves. And we want payment, so they're asking the government to crack down on the slave owners to pay them the uh, money for making this. I I
1: mean, you imagine you need to come down hard on the slave. We agree it was a terrible time in the country, not because of that. They ain't paid us for the suits.
0: (laughs) Okay, so this is this is wow. This is, I'm just (laughs) going to, well, this is, this is a long quote, but we're going to have to stop after the first sentence because brains are going to break. Quote, gentlemen, whereas a number of the Southern work employers refuse to give us a fair remuneration for our labor.
1: Oh my, Dave, I, even with that setup, (laughs) even with your setup. I mean, there was nobody who was like, hey, can I flag something quickly, just about our statement? Um, It's, uh... You wouldn't understand how difficult it was to work for so little. (laughs) Hi, we're Brooks Brothers. We put knitting needles through our ears. Uh, Here at Brooks Brothers, tone deafness can suck our dicks.
0: It's just... Wow. It's just...
1: I mean, what... How are they still here?
0: Yeah. Uh, a number of Southern work employers refuse to give us fair remuneration for our labor. And as it is utterly possible for us working for them to earn bread for ourselves and our families, and we. Bread. B- I mean, uh, yeah. Bread. They're millionaires. You ain't eating bread. They're millionaires. Uh, <clears throat> and as we wish you to fully understand who are the friends of the working men. Uh, uh, we
1: uh, uh, su- <laughs> how did this happen?
0: <laughs> Was this a joke? <laughs> we, Were they like pranking people? We sub-
1: We're kidding. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> We're kidding, you guys. Jesus Christ, have a laugh.
0: Uh, we subjoin a list of employers who have signed a bill of prices and earnestly call upon you to patronize only those employers who have acted so honorably. So they're asking for a boycott of people who are slave owners because they haven't been paid for their labor of making jackets for her. so they're they're not they're not they're asking ask, for a boycott of the not paying the labor slave people they're asking for a boycott they hit, they hit the destination
1: but in the worst route possible right
0: yeah it's it's just an, it's just next level bananas it's just like, th- if you were to, uh, if I was to make a book called Banana, Things That Are Bananas, this would be the first thing that we would put. I
1: can't believe, it's sh- it is is shocking. It's just, yeah, I just. Yeah. It's like, it's, I mean, I- I'm trying to not even, lo- like, it's not funny. It's absurd. No, it's just, I have absolutely no conscience. I just am a psychopath. We all know the victims of slavery were Brooks Brothers. <laughs> Nobody's debating that. Where's my money? Nobody had it harder than the Brooks Brothers.
0: So, it's basically just a crybaby festival for uh, tailors who didn't get paid, right? That's by Southern merchants. So, okay. So, I can't, and I can't believe Southern merchants would not be on the up and up. They seem like such really good guys. That's crazy, yeah. I can't no, believe I... I,
1: I definitely <laughs> get into business. Definitely the right people to get into business with, for sure. Nothing shady there. <laughs> yeah, no, there, they're
0: I mean. all very moral. So, I don't know why they would not do pay people for their... Prince, principled people. Could you imagine that, though? A, a, a company in the South that uses slaves not paying someone for their work? Just, I, I can't damn, wrap my I head around it.
1: It's just, I mean, again, it's I it's hard to even come up with a comparison. Yeah,
0: it really is. Like,
1: I just don't know if there's ever. It, it's the. It's just the. I, I it's can't. the
0: boldness of it. It's the. It's the crazy.
1: It's like it would be like Nazis, like suing someone because uh, they used a star that looked like theirs. <laughs> you just be like... Hey,
0: no, uh, stop. don't. Don't. Uh, I couldn't find any information of what happened with that. I'm assuming nothing happened with it. Um,
1: I'm assuming that a lot of people are like, hey, you should probably retract that pretty quick. <laughs> Delete tweet. Um, in
0: 1861, the Civil War began, and New York fucking cashed in. Okay. In just one week in November 1861... New York businesses made $3 million from military contracts.
1: And thus started our obsession with freedom.
0: And of course, our friends, the Brook Brothers, got in on part of the action. As the Union Army contracted that week that we're talking about, contracted them to make 12,000 uniforms. So they shifted from making money off slavery to making money off (laughs) the Army fighting slavery. Fighting,
1: right. Okay. But purely, and obviously that's a moral decision.
0: mm,
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: But the uniforms had to be purchased directly by the soldiers out of their clothing allowance.
1: But there's a war money? There's an outfit stipend?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's what it is an outfit stipend. Um, But there's a problem, if you can imagine. There's a problem. There's a lot of problems. There's a war on, so there's a wool shortage. Right? The materials sure. needed to oh, this make is, clothing. This, not a lot
1: of people. The Civil War was actually known as World War III. Let's say it again. World War <laughs> I. No, no, wait. Sorry. It was known as the Great Wool War. <laughs> there it is.
0: Final. Um, yeah, so, so there's not a lot of wool around. So... Brooks Brothers don't want to turn down such a lucrative contract, right? They can make a lot of fucking no. money here. So they... Yeah.
1: What do they do? Drop grenades on sheep?
0: They got a bunch of material, right? Shitty, bragged, decaying material and they glued it together and would press press them until it looked like cloth. What? They like McRibbed outfits? Yes, they McRibbed clothing. That is exactly <laughs> what? what they did. They make rib clothes. There we go. Tastes just like pants. (laughs) So it looks like cloth, but again, it's a bunch of shit. It's a bunch of shit pressed together. It's like imitation crab meat. Right. So they they took this clothing, whatever you want to call it, and they sewed it together into uniforms. Now, they don't fit well. They don't fit well at all. Uh, Oh, that's good. They look terrible. They look awful.
1: That's good, at least. Okay, that's good, at least.
0: History.net, quote. Turned out, in only a few weeks, the uniforms were so ill-fitting, many lacking buttons and buttonholes, that the New York volunteers who wore them were taunted by other soldiers.
1: Wow. Okay, so you're getting outfit-shamed during a war. Yeah,
0: all the other soldiers are making fun of the New York soldiers. Now,
1: is that, does that mean it's, like, are the is the Confederate Army mocking the Union soldiers, or Union uh, soldiers are mocking fellow Union uh, yeah, soldiers?
0: Yeah, because the Union the, the, the soldiers are all broken down by state. Like, and that's okay. the, how they're grouped so together. Basic- so the, you'd be from Maine, and you'd be like, look at these fucking idiots. Like, you... Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, be like, don't whatever. A- also, it just sounds lazy to not have like buttonholes, even if you've made your, you know, whatever. I mean, they're
0: not. <laughs> they make they make wool. They make ready wear clothes, but I'm sure they had problems where they're like, well, this is some crazy McRib thing. Yeah, they're like and they try to put uh, a button yeah, in well, and it doesn't go in, and they're like, ah. Oh. Well,
1: yeah, they're trying to put buttons on like flubber. <laughs> it's just like man, it's popping off. It broke a window. <laughs> it doesn't work. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so you have the so they I just can't imagine being like, what is it look? probably looks like an Incredibles outfit. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a Union Army outfit where you're just like, yeah, look, it's it's like have you ever wondered what would happen if you melted rubber and wool together?
0: <laughs> That's I, what we even wear. that would even that would be better if you melted rubber and wool really? together. Really? Okay. It's <laughs> so so the uniforms were also not good clothes for war. They fell apart the first time it rained.
1: So it's just a bunch of naked, like, <laughs> whose side are you on? We can't tell. Wait, We're union. Sorry. We're union. Okay. Our clothes just exploded off of our bodies. Okay.
0: So here's the deal. Uh, we're the blues and then, and then they're the grays and skins.
1: Okay, so, guys, the way we're doing the war now is shirts versus skins. (laughs) Unfortunately, we have no other alternative... Uh, because half of the Union Army's clothes have just fallen off of them during that rainstorm, they they ran off them. It's not clothes as much as it is paint. Yes, Sergeant. Question. Go can ahead. I go home? Absolutely.
0: This is no, really be, fucking no, weird, no. and I feel like no,
1: we will be we will be fighting naked for the last time. We are fighting nude. I, this is an important war for too long. Is any we have taken advantage of the? What? Is any war that important to fight? Nude. I, look, it. it Yes, it is. Look, I agree, it's not ideal. There is a wool shortage, so what we've done is we've basically McRibbed you guys an army outfit, and when it rains, or gets humid, or when you run in it, or when someone pushes you, or stabs you, or when you fire your musket, or when you sleep, apparently these clothes just kind of melt and fall off in just different... You know, swatches basically. Um, Uh, So there's not every, a lot of times people, when they wake up, it feels like they turned into the Incredible Hulk and then just went back to their normal size. These are not clothes we're dealing with. This is not, it's not a good situation. I agree, but we have to beat the Confederate Army, whether we have an outfit on or if we're doing it bare ass naked. (laughs)
0: I don't, if you, if I don't, if my clothes fall off, you don't know I'm in the army anymore. I could just be a naked guy who's walking around, so. Uh, that's why I said, we're
1: all going to wear this, th- this you necklace we made. So we know we're union. Okay? And we'll fight it naked if, we will fight it naked if we have to. We still have shoes, don't we? We still have boots. We have guns. I, I if your question's about the outfits, I kind of, what? Yes. Uh,
0: so are we going to have like a grooming like no, order where no, no everybody no. has to groom no. in a certain no because there's some stuff no, no, there's guys, some stuff going on back here that i feel like guys look, i've i've seen i'm from you uh, i'm from i've seen uh, excuse me i'm from uh, ohio where we groom pretty tight but then the main guys over here are freaking me out like that's like a
1: I've seen a few of the main guys bend over and I'm not gonna lie, it looks like someone, you know, spilled chocolate on a sweater. We all agree that it's not a good look. It's like a mid mid range
0: bear. Like
1: I some it looks like some of the main guys have tails. Let's just get it out there in the open. That's just what some of the men. but we are fighting a war, okay, that it will decide the future of this country. What kind of country do you want to live in? Do you want to live in a country of freedom as this country was founded on? Or do you want to live in one where a man can own another man? This is so important. And I wish we had the outfits to show. We were promised outfits, but they made some weird gel costume that is not good and again comes off in rain or when jogging. But
0: what does it say that we're fighting against men that can own other men, but we're so fucking cheap that our clothes fall off? Like, is that a good...
1: Well, they went to a better company. They went to a company that had a bunch of wool, apparently. We went
0: to Brooks Brothers. It sounds like that side's really bad, but we're also... We're also so bad. I'm naked right we're now. Bad. I don't want to be naked. We're all,
1: a lot of us are naked. Look, I'll take my... These pants come right off. If I just pour my tea on here, look at that. They just... They evaporate. So there we are. I'm naked on horseback. This horse has more
0: clothing on than I do. I just... Okay? Hey, sorry, I just want to say you shouldn't have poured the tea on there.
1: Well, it's look, look, at, look at it. Look at it. Look at it. We're all going to see each other's penises when we're fighting this war, guys. If you're one of these guys who's not willing to fight with your penis out, then you may as well leave. But this war is too goddamn important. That's what.
0: Hey, can we change our names to dicks out? The dicks out brigade.
1: I don't love it, but if it keeps most of us here, sure, we are. We are the we are the dicks out union. Okay, I'll stay. Army,
0: I'm in. I'll stay. All right, let's go.
1: All right, great. All right, here we. go. That's what I'm talking about. Now, let's all wash our butts
0: and fight the war. Goodbye. <laughs> So, it didn't matter. <laughs> they they didn't kept matter? filling or- The army kept buying clothes from them. They kept filling what? orders. They, they made over, after the first 12,000 that fell apart, they continued. They filled over 36,000 uniform orders. What an amazing orders. business
1: model to have clothes that vanish <clears> and don't work. So, you need to order more from the same company.
0: So, eventually, people are really catching on. To this situation, that their outfits are horrible? Well, th- everything. So it turns out the Brooke brothers aren't the only war profiteers who are cranking out shitty third rate products for the military. There's no quality control, there's nothing happening no quality wise. Okay.
1: Sounds, sounds like a good model. We should get back to it. I think we have. Go ahead. And
0: people are churning out so much half rate crap for the troops. Um, that it led to a new word being created to describe this half-rate crap, shoddy. Wow. S h o d d y. Shoddy. D
1: d y. Yeah. Shoddy.
0: The New York Herald report reported states' troops were quote half naked, and that it is by such contracts as these that the lifeblood is being sucked out of the nation by the vampires. So they're calling out these these military contractors, right? They're calling out people like the The Brooks brothers,
1: profiting without providing. Yes,
0: Harper's Weekly defined shoddy: "quote a villainous compound, the refuse stuff and sweepings of the shop, pounded, rolled, glued, and smoothed to the external form and gloss of cloth."
1: I mean. It's amazing that that, I, I uh, w- will you just please indulge me and tell me w- one more time what they describe the process of making the
0: clothes? The refuse stuff and the sweepings of the shop. <laughs> pounded. So, so they're basically like trash. Yes, it's trash. Okay. Rounded. Trash. <laughs> sorry. Pounded, rolled, glued, and smothered to the external <laughs> like form. Pizza. Yes. Like
1: dough. They're
0: just... It's like a particle uh, board of clothing. It's, just, it's, it's McRib oh is the perfect. God. It's the perfect example. Uh, it's a McRib. Oh
1: my God. Uh.
0: A New York Herald quote, a counterfeit cloth made of pulverized old rags. Uh, <laughs> the New York <laughs> Tribune quote, poor sleazy stuff woven open enough for sieves and then filled with Shearman's dust. S- Sherman's dust, just oh like my the, God. the crap on that. So soldiers on the first day's march, or or in the earliest storm, found their clothes, overcro- overcoats, and blankets scattered to the wind in rags, or dissolving into their primitive elements of dust under the pelting rain.
1: So it really was. You were wearing like a shitty Technicolor dream coat, like it was just like a quilt with a bunch of little patches. And then when it would breeze, it would be like, "Where's my outfit?" Yeah. Be like, "Hey, it blew off." It's not... Remember, we're not dealing with fabric here. A lot of this material needs to be imagined.
0: And, and now imagine, like, you know, you're you're fighting in, like... A, so a Gettysburg situation. Hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dudes die in a fucking day. And you're out there, like, closed... Sometimes cl- hand-to-hand fucking combat. And you're fighting a dude, and it starts raining, and all of a sudden you're naked. Like, it's just... Have you ever, like...
1: You were like, when you're, like, doing laundry and you're, like, walking your, and your pants start to fall down and you're like, oh, shit, like, and you're like, this is so complicated. That with knives. Yeah. Like, where you'd be, your pants would be, so you'd be like, nah, it's just, it feels like I should pull my pants up, but I'll die if I do. Yeah. So I guess I'll just kind of porky pig fight. <laughs> <laughs> kind of walk around bottom, like, just a bunch of dudes without bottoms and jackets on. All right, boys, huddle up. Time to strategize. Those of you who have pants, get in the front here. <laughs> Those of you whose pants fell off because of the rain. It's just... Wow. Uh,
0: one asked why... So, um, so obviously, they start... You know, they're digging into it. Um, so, sure. Brooks Brothers are the most prominent culprits of New York City's company, who sold clothing and uniforms to it's the Army. It's a good Army. company. Um, the... the The profit margins are obscene. They're just shamelessly... that's what matters. Yeah. That's
1: what matters, baby. They're just
0: shamelessly ripping off the government and allowing the soldiers to just fucking suffer. Um, But it's not just clothing, right? It's also... This is happening with transportation. It was happening with food. Really, anything that you could sell to the military, people are producing the worst version of.
1: Can you imagine a business model where it's a, your product doesn't matter and it doesn't matter the damage that it does to the individual or to society as a whole, but all you care about is your bottom line? No. It's just like... I'm,
0: gl- yeah. I'm glad that's in the past.
1: I'm glad that's over.
0: Um, soldiers are literally being given rancid meat.
1: Ugh. Wear this. <laughs> Put this on your back. That'll cover you. Put here. Come on, guys. We're gonna dress like Lady Gaga at the Grammys. We're gonna. These are bacon coats. Uh, Put on your prosciutto pants. <laughs> we're gonna sneak attack. So the okay. So they're giving terrible food, terrible clothes. The
0: and it's and everyone knows about another. The, and then if you questioned it, were you chastised for not supporting the truth? No, it wasn't that bad. Um, it was just okay. like, what the fuck are we doing? All the papers are covering it, right? So, a cartoon on the front of Vanity Fair showed a showed a group of soldiers being told to close up ranks because two women were coming, and all the holes in the uniforms made their appearance vulgar. So, like everybody, I mean, it's the front page of Vanity Fair. Everyone fucking knows what's going on. So, your pants are just kind of glory holing their yeah. You just you just just your junk's out, right? So right the New York assembly calls for an investigation into the state military board and quote shoddy contracts with Brooks brothers. They called it the shoddy committee. Other States followed suit. Uh, uh, Philadelphia uh, had a big maker there that was doing the same thing. So other States follow suit. And then this moves on to the house of representatives
1: follow suit.
0: It's it's so, it's such a big story that full questioning of the people involved are just being printed in newspapers. So the whole witness questioning is all word for word printed. Um, wow. it's, re- it's revealed that the New York state treasurer received free clothing from the Brooks brothers, like silk dresses go. and gloves. And then in turn, oh my God. he gave the Brooks brothers contracts. Although the Brooks brothers said he owed them $300, but he was like, no. So yeah, they fucking gave him free clothes and he gave them the contracts.
1: It is it, I. It is, uh, I mean, obviously, such a microcosm of. I mean, that you really, right there, it condenses down our political, corporate takeover system, totally to a T.
0: The New York Herald said the treasurer, quote, testified he knew no more about cloth than he did how Herman the magician performed his tricks.
1: And we all know Herman is tight-lipped. Herman the magician. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> I made this soldier's pants disappear! <laughs> All I had to do was put them on him!
0: So, using crappy material instead of cloth had been written as a provision into the contract. Wow. So, in their case... So it is just... Yeah. In the Brooks Brothers case, shoddy is legal.
1: Right. And
0: But I for mean, sure... They talked about it, and the Brooks Brothers said, we don't have enough wool to do that. And they and they were like, can you do anything else? And they came up with this, and then had to put in the contract. Wow. When, when the answer is, no, I can't make uniforms. What think
1: they think was going to happen? I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. It's like, well, we could have them wear vinyl. That'll work. <laughs> that sounds good.
0: Uh, during questioning, Elisha Brooks was asked how much money Brooks Brothers made by using cheaper materials. And he said, quote, I think that I cannot ascertain the difference without spending more time than I can now devote to that purpose.
1: That is exactly... Anytime there's, like, a congressional panel, just like, uh, I don't actually remember that. Uh, we're not uh, sure about that. I mean, he... I wouldn't be able to tell he's you.
0: He's literally that. saying... The voidance of... Yeah, I just... I, that. That's too much time. I'm, I, I don't, don't wanna, have time.
1: I don't have time to do yeah, it. I'm busy. That's not something I can... Do. I'm busy making clothes that can't be worn. <laughs> can you back off?
0: In the end, Brooks Brothers agreed to replace... 2,350 uniforms at a cost of $45,000. Most of the other shoddy profiteers also got away with it. So the year before the war, there was just a few dozen millionaires in New York City. After the war, there were hundreds of millionaires who were called the shoddy aristocracy. The Herald wrote that once vacant brownstones were now filled with rich war profiteers. Their homes were full of shoddy carpets, shoddy pianos. They said, all case, no music, shoddy portraits, all paint, no likeness, shoddy toys, dead pink-eyed rabbits. These people, they said, would go to the opera and applaud at the wrong time. They wore too much makeup. Oh, well
1: done! Well done!
0: (laughs) They wore too much makeup and look through the wrong end of their makeup glasses. Sorry. So opera they're kind of basically
1: saying there's without oh, that, that by the way, I would totally do that. I, I mean, I went to the opera once and it, I really was like Julia Roberts and pretty woman. But, <laughs> so they're basically saying that essentially they illegally profited, but their new money and they're kind of the way that they're indulging is embarrassing yes. as well. So you're kind of rich shaming. Yeah, it's rich. Sh- it's hundred
0: percent rich shaming.
1: Right. Okay. Uh,
0: so going deeper into the nouveau reach, understanding sort of stereotype thing we're talking about here. Harper's uh, weekly wrote up a fake couple named Mr. And Mrs. Shoddy. It's shoddy. The shoddy wife wore quote, a huge cornet of pink and purple artificial flowers. She said, ain't used figure instead of finger parlor for parlor and a regular instead of regular. They fill their homes with, quote, abominable, slowly framed paintings. They're the
1: Beverly Hillbillies. Uh,
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, Abominable framed paintings by a cheap Western artist. In the end, the media did its job, and most believe the war profiteers were shoddiest, exactly as described. Vulgar reputation, cemented. But they're still rich. They still get away with it. But... The rich have separated themselves from the war profiteer rich. So they use their media They've to say class. we're different than these. We have made our money respectably, when they – you know, most rich people yeah. don't. So, uh, yeah, they separated themselves from the – Well,
1: and, and the, 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 the desire to acquire a level of wealth where, you know, you're talking about money that is – I mean, money that you cannot spend – in your lifetime or your children's lifetime, it, it, you know, is like a mental problem that yeah. we reward and that we allow to be fulfilled. But, but so it is. It's amazing that they're even in the affluence. They're like, uh, there's still a class system. Yeah, yeah. We're the good rich. They're the blah blah <laughs> rich.
0: <laughs> it's really, it's really crazy like there and and it works right it's propaganda it it i mean these yeah. people are bad but it they did separate themselves from them
1: no they it it's it's i mean obviously it still is the it's it, it, it one hand washes another in a way where it always seems like you're kind of in the midst of some sort of progress but meanwhile everything's just stalled and yeah. nothing is changing. It's only getting worse. And it's very much like the pandemic where the, who got, who made money during the pandemic? Well, not most of us. I mean, most of us lost fucking money. Most of us lost jobs or like, you know, or whatever had to shut your business, whatever it is, except the super rich got fucking super, super, super rich. And that's what
0: happens during disasters, which is exactly sort of what we're talking about. A war is a disaster. It's a man-made disaster, but it's a disaster. Um, and they, these people know how to profit. They just do. So now all male citizens between the age of 20 and 35 and unmarried men 35 to 45 had to register for the draft for the Union Army. And in 1863... the ching <laughs> In 1863, the Consri- Conscription Act was passed. It allowed the rich to avoid military service. They could pay $3 right. or buy a substitute.
1: Oh, my God. You could buy a substitute? Yeah. Hello! I'm his, sir! <laughs> so you just... You paid for a man to be you? Yeah. Like someone standing in line? Yeah,
0: you legally could buy, pay a guy to fight for you. Uh, and that
1: person would be paid? Or the you would
0: pay that person. Paid. Wow. Okay. And then he would die, and I don't know who got the money at that point. So great,
1: great plan. In the
0: summer of 1863, a song of the conscripts went around New York and other cities. Uh, one section, I'll just read one section of the lyrics. We're coming... Just you sing it? Oh, no. We're coming, Father Abraham, 300,000 more. We leave our homes and firesides with bleeding hearts and sore. Since poverty has been our crime, we bow to thy decree. We are poor and have no wealth to purchase liberty. Wow.
1: Ooh, Ugh. Ugh. It's just... Uh, the... Like... It's amazing that patriotism got co-opted by business
0: <sighs> yeah it's
1: and how it as it still kind of works
0: so so riots break out in the north in cities, um, okay. including New York City, which had the largest and most violent of the riots uh, from July thirteenth to 16th. the reason uh and I'll never cover these rights on the doll because it's fucking brutal race murder. Um, oh. The reasons for these rights are pretty varied. The main cause is in response to the draft itself. People didn't want to go to war, the buying of the, you know, being able to buy your way out of it. But there's a lot more going on, right? The, uh, the rights are anti-rich, they're anti-black, they're anti-Republican. Many in... New York city didn't want to lose the South as a trading partner and didn't want slavery to end. Right. So that's still there. So the riots started with people attacking the draft headquarters. Okay. And then it swelled, it got big and then they said, let's go attack the wealthy homes. So then they went and attacked the wealthy people, the shoddy people also, um, and then they moved from that to killing. Wait,
1: I ain't got nothing you can take. We're sorry. <laughs> We're shotting. We thought this harp was something you p- cut cheese through.
0: <laughs> um, and then after they attacked the wealthy, then they started attacking black people. So the death toll is 119 officially, but estimates are high, as high as 1,200. Wow. Uh, so during the riots, the Brooks Brothers' storefront was uh, sacked. It was attacked. On the Brooks Brothers website, they hint this is because everyone knew that they produced uniforms for the Union Army. And there's a couple of newspaper illustrations from that time of the sacking. And one shows a small white crowd and another shows a huge crowd with some black people putting on clothes. So who knows what was involved there? I'm sure there were a lot of black people in New York City who did not look favorably upon Brooks brothers. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there are a lot of other people who not yeah. just providing, not Veterans. just providing uniforms for the union army, but they are the face of shoddy. So right. I don't think you can just write it off as, Oh, they provide uniforms, for, but that's what the, that's what the Brooks brothers that, would like you to right. believe.
1: They're sanitizing. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right.
0: Um, The night after the attack on the Brooks Brothers store, a 12-year-old boy named Francis G. Lloyd decided to guard the store. So there's always this fucking idiot. So now we got a a Rittenhouse. Right. So anyway, that was a big story. 40 years later, Francis Lloyd became the first person to lead the Brooks Brothers firm who was outside the Brooks family.
1: Oh, for God's sake. Right?
0: It's just all so fucking dumb.
1: It's a financial choice. Yeah.
0: So the Brooks Brothers... It's a business move. The Brooks Brothers profited immensely from slavery and the slave economy. Then they shamelessly profited off of the civil war and providing fucking shit clothing for their forced customers. They were never anything but wildly successful after doing these things in November, 2000, as Republicans blatantly stole the election between Bush and Gore, which Democrats to this day, blame on a third party candidate instead of the actual people who stole the election, including yeah. one named Dick Cheney, who they just warmly received in Congress on the day that they discussed a recent president trying to steal or overthrow an election. Not that it's weird to show adoration for a man who successfully overturned an election or anything as you are upset about someone uh, trying to overturn chastising. an election. yeah. So, anywho, back in November 2020, on the 22nd, As the fights over hanging chads and other bullshit are going on, Republican staffers dressed up in corporate attire flew down to South Florida to protest protest the recounts they were referred to as the Brooks Brothers Brigade. The well-dressed right-wingers tried to push the doors of the Miami-Dade Supervisor of Elections uh, in. right? They tried to break in. Several people are kicked and punched. It's a legitimate fight going on. Two hours later, the canvassing board shut down the count. Several of them were identified as Republican congressional staffers and would later get jobs in the Bush administration. It's a stolen election. It would be upheld, and everyone would blame Ralph Nader. Later, a consortium of news outlets counted the ballots, and Gore had won. And two weeks ago, the Democrats warmly embraced Dick Cheney in Congress.
1: Jesus. I I was already depressed.
0: Pressure... Recently built on the Brooks Brothers to respond to their questionable past. And eventually, they were forced to respond. And they put up a statement on their website on June 19th, 2020. The day known as Juneteenth. Oh,
1: my God. I, I, I mean, that they had to have known. Yes. Right? Yes. Or are they so bubbled out that they're like, whatever. Oh, whoops. I... I don't know. So, so on Juneteenth, they decide. What did they say?
0: "Quote: We realize that our company's two hundred year history is intertwined with that of the United States. While we have yet to uncover confirming documentation of the company's role, we continuously examine our extensive archives and consult. Dave has with it. Historians. Do they need you? Dave has it. Dave Anthony has it. Asshole. Consult with historians on the subject. You know. You know what's good for. Um, uh, you know, going through history, fucking newspapers from the time.
1: Well, well, well. Blah, 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 blah.
0: Congressional records from the time. Uh, actual contracts with the New York State from the time. Less than a- well, they're, they're
1: they're they're unable to figure that out though, Dave. It's hard.
0: <laughs> Less than a month later, on July eighth, twenty twenty, Brooks Brothers filed for bankruptcy. Oh, wow. But I think it's, you know, it's kind of bankruptcy where they get to keep going. So they're still selling shit. Although I was just, I was, you know, Googling Brooks Brothers and uh, someone came up on like, it was like a Reddit thread and they were like, I ordered from Brooks Brothers and there's no one responding. And like, so it sounds like they're just a shambles of a company at this point. They just
1: sent me a bunch of uh, cotton swatches.
0: Yeah, uh, so that's uh, that's Brooks Brothers. Man,
1: I'm pissed that they're gone because it would be great to fucking boycott the shit out of them.
0: It's just, you know, uh, <clears throat> this is a... There's, there's no justice. This is a really good example of why the libertarian thing of like, well, if you don't have a good business then it will go out of business um, absolutely not yeah bullshit absolutely yeah. not the people in this country will uh, will buy something from someone who stabs an old lady in the fucking eye if they like it like it's yep. just not a fucking thing you don't get to say well bad businesses go away that's not a fucking well, thing
1: also but but also it's not like we are privy to all the information by design that uh, of how these companies actually work what they're actually doing like we know but a lot of it is just covered up and hidden there's no i mean you know like it never it doesn't matter even when the behavior is abhorrent yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't, it doesn't there's no bankers were prosecuted for 2008 it's like there's no there is no consequence right if you're rich you have a set of rules yeah. And if you, if you aid in getting other people who, you know, are public servants, air quoting, and the government, then it doesn't matter. All that matters is that these people get rich. That's why I cannot fucking understand for the life of me why it's, it's just so, like, it's not hard to be in government. You do popular shit. It's a popularity contest. It's like when I ran for student government, and I was like, we're going to put a vending machine in the fucking... It's, you know all, I mean? it's
0: always you just, a vending machine in the cafeteria.
1: You, and that's all I want Biden to do is give us a vending machine <laughs> in the cafeteria! <laughs> but it, it is. It's not fucking brain surgery. If you want to get reelected, do popular shit. And that's they say popular shit to get elected. They just don't do it. And we, our attention spans are short enough where we go. Well, oh man, well, I mean, he's better than the other guy. Well, not
0: anymore. Now, now everyone hates every single thing about. There's, no, there's a few Democrats and a few Republicans, but everyone's done. Everyone's done. Yeah. Everyone's finished. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. Nope. It's it it, it uh, it's and it's also what they what they say in their statement that is actually accurate is. Their history, much like the history of this country, because it's intertwined with the country's history, which we've never reconciled. And that is true. That part is totally true. If we are unable to actually go back and just fucking look it in the mirror and say, this is what's happened. This is we need to acknowledge truths, terrible truths and we need to deal with them, and we need to, and we need to completely re envision the way. That, I mean, again, even as I'm saying it, it's like, who the fuck is going to say this? You need to completely re envision how society is constructed, so that it is no longer the way that it was founded. Yeah. When we have no interest in changing things or fixing things, while we actually never are able to to deal with the, you know, the worst part of this country's history. Um, you know, we just are. We don't teach it. We don't want to teach it. People do, people want to ignore it willingly. Yeah. You know, the idea when you see when you see Yunkin in Virginia being like, you know, it's just like, look, nobody's saying attack white people, but people are saying teach reality. Yeah, but deal with it. That's the only way <clears throat> that you can not repeat the shit.
0: But it's very hard when you have. Uh, kids that are like, you know, young teens and you've spent your whole life using the N word around the house, then if they go to school and learn, uh, the actual history of that, then they realize their parents are fucking horrible people.
1: Well, yeah. In my pitch, we're, you know, again, there's going to be some speed bumps for (laughs) sure. We're not talking about, uh, an easy transition, (laughs) but, uh, but no, it's true. I mean, how, you know, when you're, when you're allowed to, you know, when you're allowed to hang a Confederate flag with. You know, and that's just part of it. That's part. I mean, you know, that is, hey, right there. Look, I mean, that the, that's a pretty easy one to
0: just. The Germans outlawed all the Nazi stuff, right? Yeah. You don't get to. You yeah. don't get to do any of the Nazi shit. You don't get to have Nazi flags. That's what should have happened.
1: Yeah, and should still be happening. Yeah, and even though they're, you know, it. It's always good to take down, you know, a statue of a fucking dickhead, but it's. It is. It's crumbs. And if and if you
0: if you don't think that what I'm saying is true, the Confederates were pretty much fucking Nazis. So that's why it's the same fucking thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's. It just continues to be this until that thread gets pulled and resolved what i mean how do you build how do how, no you how do you build on a shit foundation over and it over just again unravels. Just, and it, the and the,
0: the fucking the constitution the It's all just shitty. It's the, the, it's everything needs to be redone. There's still an amendment that allows slavery in America. We still have slaves in America, everybody. The 13th Amendment, go fucking read it. Yeah. You can have slaves as long as they're prisoners, which means you put people into prison so they're slaves. There you go. This isn't fucking rocket science.
1: Yeah. No, you can't crack the door. You cannot leave the door cracked. And, and it is true. It's, uh, yeah. I don't need to. I don't need to keep reciting Killer Mike lyrics, but mm. you know. Yep. All right. Yeah. Fucking a man. That's nuts. It's Brooks Brothers. Yeah.
0: I mean. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't want any fucking tweets about like how did you not see that one coming? Of like Colonel Sanders or some
0: shit. I was disguising it Just pretty well with Brooks. the H and the HD yeah. and. Yeah, yeah. And I called him Henry and then slowly called him Brooks. I had, I, I worked that out pretty well. It was... Uh,
1: All right. Yeah, I just get yeah. a lot of shit. When we're at live shows and people are like, what's your favorite dumb Gareth moment? <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm actually sitting next to Dave. So it's uh, tough to hear.
0: It's much different uh, to be able... To, it's a much different job to just sit and listen to the podcast than it is to... Listen and, and have to think up funny stuff and jokes and all that other stuff. It's, Thank a, it's you, not bubby. the same thing. Thank you. So that's up. why when people. That's why
1: you're my bubby. That's why you're that's my That's why my when bubby.
0: people say that, it's like, you're not listening the same way like Gareth is. You're just not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. That's right. I got to listen in two different ways. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow, man. Jesus Christ. I'm excited to
0: see what people. Think about this shit. Fuck. We sign. All right. We sign clothes.
1: Ah, oh, yeah. And then, and then they fall apart in our hands as we're doing
0: it. <laughs> we should sell uh, dollop shirts that fall apart in the rain.
1: Well, we should just. Well, that's what we should do. We should. When people order, we should just start selling merch and just send empty boxes with just like two, like some shred, like a little bit of a shredded fabric. Be like, sorry. i sorry. Your McRib shirt didn't work out.
0: Uh, all right. Carry on. Uh, This uh, was researched by Ron Placone and uh, sources. The Name's Familiar by Laura Lee. Defining Duty in the Civil War, Personal Choice, Popular Culture, and the Union Homefront by Matthew Gailman. A History of War Prophets in America. Oh, sorry. War Hogs. A History of War Profits in America by Stuart Brandes. Mm, H.J. Griggs by Virtue of Reason and Nature. Then a bunch of different websites. Vesto, J. Brooks Brothers, of course, HistoryNet, HistoryCom, CNBC. History, yeah, I'm already did the histories. Uh, New York Daily Herald, Harper's a Weekly, NewYorkHistory.org. Yeah, and then there's a few more. Uh, so uh, some governments, government sites. Uh, so you can go uh, see those on our sources page.